happens to Megatron. The others. Alright y'all, welcome to episode 47 of Can't Call It with your boy J. Kill. And your boy Jay Wright. And we bite is up. Holla at your boy. Uh, what's good, man? Summertime? It's hot? Man, you know, I can't call it, man. I'm feeling like Will Smith before the slap. You know, summertime. Uh, Period. Welcome, welcome to Miami, you know. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm good. How you feeling, bro? Our our governor, who I shall not name, want us to to turn off our thermostats throughout the day. And to that, I say, roll your bitch ass down here and turn my thermostat off because it ain't going to happen. Hey, hey. And yes, he's in a wheelchair. I don't care. Damn. That's that's not even a a threat. That's a promise. You know? You know the humidity, dog. I know you never lived in Houston, but you lived in Baton Rouge and Monroe, dog. It's it's the same thing. Yeah, it ain't like, that ain't. Uh, the humidity down here is just like it's like imagine going outside and Lizzo just sitting on you, bro. <laughs> <laughs> tough, tough. She squeezed it out of you, dog. <laughs> she did what? She squeezed it out of you. Squeezed. What is yeah, that? Yeah. Oh no, man! So look, I gotta, I gotta throw my St. Louis people under the bus, dog. Uh, what? How you spell squished? I don't know. I've been trying to figure it out. So this is what I've heard St. Louis people say: the past tense of squeeze. Ooh, okay, kids, gather around, gather around. Listen, so you'll have like something like a cup of oranges. You'll be like, man, I'll say who squeezed the orange juice. St. Louis people will say, who squeezed the orange juice? Nah, because, nah. And it's, yeah, it's not clicking for me. Like, I've had multiple debates with people about this, and I feel like the St. Louis school system, county and city, has failed the people of this area. Like, there should be no way that enters your vocabulary. These are educated people? Yes, they have jobs, they have careers, they have families you know they're passing this are they, down are they community board members yeah they're, they're essential parts of the community they are uh, leaders like, in the community yeah. saying squudged uh, squudged squudged we squudged this out so it's like I, I've been making jokes about it because I, I just feel, feel like, like that's SQW it's S- something S- no SKWUU ZE D squad, yeah, something like that. Wow. I, did, I, I I tried to I, I tried to wow. text text it in my phone and my Mm-mm. phone just shut Mm-mm. down. It shut down. It was Mm-mm. my iPhone was like, we don't do that shit. Nope. So, yeah. Siri is not playing that. Now they will put that apostrophe above Beyonce, but they are not. Oh no! You do the squads. Uh Never. Wow. Never. You know, unless you type herge, I'll be putting herge in there sometimes <laughs> for emphasis. <laughs> Hey, but see, that's just like you put an extra couple U's in there, maybe an R. Yeah. But that's like manually typing it in. We're manually typing in, trying to type squares, and your phone is like, fuck that. Nope, no, not today. Man- manual override, shut down. <laughs> manual override. <laughs> like, ah, uh, it's not happening. It's done. Oh, man. Family yep. good, bro? Oh, uh, yeah, man. Yeah, everybody's good. I got, uh, you know, 
Judah's here for the summer, so he's kicking it with me. Okay, Juju. Same height as me. Uh, mm. Looking he's, like a dog. He's 11? 12. 12. And he's six foot. My goodness, my God. Yeah, six foot, wear a size 10 and a half, and can run like a gazelle. I'm like, he's going to be a problem. He's going to be a problem. Sheesh. Yeah. You so. hear that, Brian Kelly? Yeah. We're taking it. Yeah. NIL, all that shit. Let's talk. But, Somebody. uh, yeah, the baby boy, though, the seven month, though, that's my Aaron Donald right there. I see it. I see it coming down in his future. Taking you up know. space. Yeah. That, that he's, a, he's, a, he's a space eater. He's going to be. <laughs> he's going to uh, be a nose? You think he's going to be a nose? I think I think he's going to be able to play a three technique. I okay. think he'll be able okay. to get down in there. He's already slapping the shit out of me when he can. So go put that hand in the dirt. Good. Yeah, he got good hand usage. So I'm okay. looking forward to that, man. But how your kids doing, bro? Kids straight, man. You know we got another taekwondo belt test coming up this week. So let's do it. We're trying to move up to that red and white stripe. Uh, can uh, big cash out here. You know. Swimming, actually, all my kids swimming. Shit, they they out here. Man, break the cycle, dog. Breaking the cycle. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can swim. I can swim. <laughs> you better than me, dog. I can do as much as get across one pool. That's it. Man, my mama was it. a lifeguard, so I ain't had no choice, dog. You know, Miss Veronica would be a lifeguard, dog. I didn't. I never do that about her, but I feel like. Yeah. She will be saving lives, but then telling you about yourself as she's doing it. You Your dumbass shouldn't have gotten that water. <laughs> no, you couldn't swim. I don't know why you thought you was going to make it. Chasing these girls out here. Your dumbass. Hey, she'll make you. You'll eat some crow right there and there and fool around with her, dog. Yep. Right. Shout lucky. out to Miss Veronica. You lucky guy had it on my heart to come save <laughs> <laughs> You'd be like, damn, well, let me drown in. Shit, yeah. I feel bad getting up out here. <laughs> let, let me go. Me <laughs> uh, uh, my brother and me hit me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alfie, Alfie, can you teach me how to dance? <laughs> Bro. Nah. I, I I swore that show was on TV for eight years. All they had one season. They had one season. It's like eight episodes total, dog. Total. Yeah. And they ran they ran them eight episodes into the ground. Bruh. It was a essential part of like black culture, I think. You know, good punch. All that that happened that transpired up eight episodes was was monumental. Even though we looking back on it, the show wasn't that high quality. Like it was, bro. There are some major issues. Like I was watching uh, one episode, and you can see the cameraman in the shot. Like he not. I was like, hey, nobody caught this in the editing process. This is crazy. For, for real, like that that show. You can tell they still working the kinks out, dog. Like, yeah, somebody Ken- famous was on that show. Kendall Gill, the Kendall Gill episode. Oh, girl, no, I'm that's talking all... about one of the kids. One of the kids. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, What's her name? What's her name? Uh, she a comedian. She do some other stuff too. I forgot her name though. You ain't talking about um. Uh... You ain't talking about uh. What's her name? Amanda Seals, no? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. She was on my brother and me. Yeah, she was like, 
she was the sister. Her friend. Uh, yeah, yeah. She's the friends. She's a friend to the sister of Alfie and him. And she was also the sister to uh one of their friends. Oh. So they was like they was like doubling she they was like doubling up with the friendship shit. But yeah. Yeah, she was on there. Dang. Yeah. Yep. Well, you know, Google and Alfie are like real life gangster rappers and shit. I about to say Alfie look like a straight thug. Duh, I I feel like you could buy you could buy something from him if you How did he look older than Alfie? I don't know, dog. Didi always had that. He gave me mixed vibes. I thought he was mixed, and he wasn't around enough black people offset. Time out. Goose. <laughs> sorry, y'all. We're going to talk about some football in a second. Goose name on the show was Milton. Yeah. 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 I remember that. I remember that. Because they would get mad at him calling Milton. I got to watch this shit tonight. My brother uh, and me getting YouTube. Dennis something. Scott was their basketball coach. Yeah, oh shit. Hey, I'm gonna watch all, all eight episodes. Damn, Kim, Whit- Kim Whitley was in this show. Yeah, she had the uh, the arcade. Yeah, she had uh, Miss Pinkney. I remember that. Yeah, she was cheap too. She was funny as hell on the show. She really was. Dang, that's crazy. Yeah, that show had a good run to it. I wonder what the little white boy doing these days. Uh, he's like the he's like the only consistent white character on the show. Everybody else was black, like everybody. I don't even think his mama was on the show. Nah, you never saw her. I was like, man, he in a black like- neighborhood in Charlotte, North Carolina, hanging with nothing but black kids. I'm like, who was picking him up and dropping him off? <laughs> I know they ain't got public transportation in Charlotte. <laughs> he one of the LBCH kids, dog. <laughs> If you remember, <laughs> if you remember, you know. If you know, you know. Hey, you know, you know man, what man. we talking about? I, bro, this still blows my mind because you know when my parents moved to ain't like it's like right down the street, yep. from, over there you know, by Lakeshore. Yeah, and yeah. it's like, bro, they had their own bus, and it was not a single black kid that got on that bus or off that bus. No, nope. like none. So. How did you get in that place? I felt like it was like, I don't know, Lemony Snickers or some shit. Like, I don't know what's going on over there, dog. I was always questioning about that. It was weird because, like you said, no black kids. So it wasn't economic because it was poor black kids where we stayed. Hell yeah, we were some of them. Yeah, we were some of them. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm trying to figure out. Cause, just because you had free lunch did not mean you can get in the LBC. <laughs> What's the requirements, dog? Somebody tell me, man. Like, did they, you have they... to have so many? It had to be so many Bruh. charges in your uh com- in your house to get in. Bruh, that's what I'm saying, man. Like they, them kids, like they was living cool over there. And there was nothing but they had their own bus. I was and, like, how they get their own bus? And every house had a basketball goal. Yep. I was like, come on, man. Look at this gated community they going to. I mean, I don't know if they got some pastors touching on them or something, but they was they was outside of that. They was living cool, man. It looked, it looked man. like they was getting three squares to me. Yeah, yeah, they was gaining weight, you know. Some probably probably converted to Islam. <laughs> <laughs> 
Hey, if it's any, if we have any white listeners that are uh, practicing, <laughs> practicing Islam, please let us know, cause I got questions. I would love to meet you. Come on. <laughs> nah, that that reminds me of that episode of Atlanta when the uh, the housekeeper died and the white kid was at the funeral. I was like, man. And he had picked up the he picked up the Trinidadian accent. I was like, oh, okay. All right. Oh man. Oh, that's a good one. I got oh. I gotta well, sleep on that one. Well, let's talk about some football since <laughs> that's what y'all came here for. Yeah. Uh, man, so LSU has been much maligned, uh, especially our coach about about recruiting in the state line. So uh, I think we talked about this on the last one. People was, you know, they've been on BKS. You know, the, the honeymoon was real short, but they already yep. been on his ass about recruiting. And uh, here at Kane College, we told y'all, national recruiting, hashtag national recruiting. That's what's going to happen. This man has been recruiting in Notre Dame, so he's had to recruit coast to coast. And he came in late in the in the, the process, so let him work his magic. So, yeah. Lo and behold, they've been on a heater right now. Uh, and since January 1st, uh, we've picked up eight commitments uh, for 2023. Uh, we got some some defensive uh, front, uh, Jackson Howard and Joshua Mickens. Uh, we got Deshaun Womack, Darren Reed. Um, we also got some, some DBs. We got uh, Jeremiah Hughes from Vegas. Uh, Ashton Stamps from Metairie. Then we got a linebacker, uh, Whit Weeks out of Watkinsville. That's uh, Georgia country. And then uh, we got that Miami receiver, man, Jalen Brown. Yeah. yeah. Everybody thought Mario Cristobal was going to scoop him, but not so fast. Not so fast, my friend. No one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Yes, sir. And so, the man. frozen tundra of the Green Bay Packers. Yeah. Look, man. So to look at it. That man has two five-star out-of-state commitments. Once you once you uh, include Harold Perkins, man, that's that's tough. That's real tough. Yeah. Think I he hasn't been on the job a full calendar year. Nah. So yeah. I will I'm gonna run down. I'm gonna be quick, but I'm because you know I find this recruiting stuff. Yeah. But this you, is just you have the floor. You have the floor. This is just a microcosm, if you will, of mm-hmm. the recruiting aptitude of the staff. So, like you said, Jalen Brown's from Miami. From Miami. And he's, he's a speedster, five-star receiver, can blow the top off any defense, Pauls. Uh, and Mario Cristobal and that whole staff thought they had him in the bag maybe two, three weeks ago. But who's been sneaking around the chicken coop, mm. constantly being – you know, in the conversation, LSU. And when he commits, it's to LSU, which lets you know Cortez Hankton, yep. who was the coach at Georgia last year, mm-hmm. who had a good rapport with Jalen Brown already, said, hey, mm-hmm. man, come follow me to LSU. You're going to be one of my dogs. Let's make it happen in the SEC because we got one up on the ACC. Come over here where the competition's top flight. That pitch sale, and here we are. Now we just got to hold on to them. Because one thing about Miami, they've been throwing some NIL money out there. And they yeah. ain't they ain't, slowing the, they ain't slow playing nobody. They ain't, you know, shy about it. They've been brandishing it 
on everything. So to pull Jalen Brown from Miami is huge. Like you said, to get one other uh, commit that's like, I wouldn't say surprising, but it's a telltale sign of where we're going with things is Jeremiah Hughes, Yo. getting him out of Bishop Gorman. Uh, big, big program. Yes. And that's what I'm saying. Like, it's typically hard for LSU to pull West Coast type kids, even though Las Vegas is not technically geographically West Coast. It's West Coast. It's West Coast. It's a West Coast vibe. West Coast. You know, so you get kids over there that be committed to USC, UCLA, yep. you know, yep. that's, that's all Oregon. That's all they're looking at, really. But he goes against top receivers every day in practice. You know, they're almost like an IMG West. So for you to get him, he came in camp. You see him a little bit. You're like, okay, I like him. I like his physical attributes. Instead of looking at the star rankings, you know, that some of the, maybe the previous staff may have done. Oh, and not offer a kid. Guys, y'all got to yeah. get out these stars, bro. Go get the kids in. You got a good evaluation, get them in. What what's isn't it like one of the recruiting sites is all you have to do is have a D one offer and you're automatically a three star? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which is bullshit, you know. Cause if your ULM. if your uncle worked for, you know, insert program here, he offers you, I mean, that makes you a, a, a three star automatically, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, if I if I had the gumption or the wherewithal that that kid did a few years ago where he Announced he had committed to Cal. Like he signed with Cal on Saturday. Come to find out he ain't had no offer. Like yep. I would have did that shit. You know what I'm saying? Because you but, boost uh, your stock. Exactly. Now somebody be like, "Well, damn, he thought he thought he could go to Cal." I mean, take a look at him. But like, don't look at the stars, man. Three stars make it to the league, just like five stars. I know it may be a higher percentage of five stars maybe making it and sticking, but that's because they already elite. You know what I mean? Like yeah. everybody can see an elite, but then you only get so many of those every year. It's like what 30, 32 five stars every year, one for an NFL franchise, and they're so, not all going to the same school, so it doesn't yeah. make a difference. The yeah, coach. Well, this is where coaching comes in. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, and you don't got seven. That's true. True, but again, that's where coaching comes in. Yeah, you can't have all the five stars, but you can't coach them. They do bust. Five stars bust too. You know. Yes, they do. They I mean, looking at these names again, you got Jackson Howard's from Minneapolis. Yeah. Mickens is from Indianapolis. Uh Womack is from Baltimore. Reed is from Columbus, Georgia. So you got two Georgia commits uh from a national champion. Um you got a kid from Vegas and a kid from Metairie, which is in state. And then you got a kid from Miami. I mean, you've hit every corner. Of the country. Yeah, yeah. And I think part of that allure of you come to LSU, it's a, it's now we're a national brand. I mean, you, you're reaping the benefits of 2019 in a sense. You're also reaping the benefits of having a, a national-type staff that can kind of go into anybody's living room because yep. they have already had, you know, previous stops across the country. And then the hidden piece of NIL, so say you sign a kid from like uh like you said Baltimore mm-hmm. and he's doing he's got a deal with get Gordon got him a deal. So yep. he can now pay for his family to fly to a game. That's which right. in the past, which in the past was kind of difficult to do unless you had a booster that could get him in all the time. 
it was, it was that was a hard part of the decision. Like you don't want to go too far from home because grandma and them can't make it to the game. Can't even come. Yeah, you get flued out, man. I'm saying you get you get in now. You get to the game, see your people play a little right right now. Grandma be making signs and shit. They ain't got to just be at the Pee Wee game. I know she got a leg cut off because of the soul food, but she can make it to the game. Yeah, so, I mean, we still, we're up to number, most people have us around number eight right now, which if you think about it, once you included the transfers last year, we got to top 15. So, I mean, we're positioned at eight, but still time to go. Um, we still got a couple of prospects on the board, like Zalance Heard from Monroe. That's that's another Monroe name if you never yeah. heard. Of it. Yeah, uh, they got Tyree Adams from New Orleans. Uh, they in the mix with uh, Chase Bisanitis Bisantis from, uh, from New Jersey, T.J. Shanahan from Orlando, and D.J. Chester from Georgia. So again, all over the map. Shelton Sampson. Shelton Sampson from from BR. That's a yeah. big one. I'm not that's gonna lie. Huge. That's huge. That's huge. That's huge. Huge. Shelton stays. We're gonna squeeze it out of him. Yeah, Come school- on. <laughs> so if you get two five star receivers, I know we said don't focus on the stars, but you get two five stars, that's better than hey. one five star. So hey, that's the one position they actually pan out the most, I think, is receiver. I mean, I mean you go back to Julio and AJ Green's class, like they we- pan out. Side note, are we just in a golden era of, of receivers right now in general? I think seven, the advent of 707 has created a culture where receiver play has increased. These kids I'm, catching the ball all the time. So, Dog, I remember when it was Julio, Alshon, Jeffrey, and uh, A.J. Green, and we thought that was like the coldest the SEC. Yeah. Like, we'll never see – Three uh, highly touted receivers like that ever again. And then Bama now, had four on one team. <laughs> we had two of them on one team. Well, three of them yeah. on one team. Like yeah. I mean, it's it's the same, bro. It is. It is. And I think I still think LSU receiver core right now is probably more the most talented in the SEC. Okay. It just hasn't produced yet. So yeah. So let's transition, man. Speaking of SEC, SEC media days wrapped up this week, man. Um was it four days of uh yeah started on monday ended on thursday so yeah, yeah. we we kicked it off we was right after uh sankey it was it was coach kelly jack bish mike jones jr and bj ojalari man who two eight one three oh eight zero zero four uh man what'd you think about uh the representation of the of the tigers man there's a change in the guard we uh, <laughs> we just look. There's no seniors. There were no seniors, bro. Nope, a sophomore and two juniors. And we actually were well spoken, well represented. Jack Bench loves the state. Yep. Mike Jones loves. I think he actually has grown to love the state and, and, and LSU. And I think it was an excellent representation of the university. Like Brian Kelly is changing the culture. You can feel it real quick, and just the responses and how you know there's a cohesion in the message, you know. So I think it was a it was a good sign. Like I actually think, to be honest, sending that kind of talent to to uh, SEC media days, and then you see everybody's on the same page. That has to have every other SEC program shaking in their boots. That's all LSU. That's all LSU needed for real was to get that shit in order. 
consistently. You know, yeah. like we could be a hundred. Les Miles was a cloud, bro. Like, cloud, bro. Straight yeah. cloud. <laughs> like he can recruit to a certain extent. He's likable. He he's likable. He could and he could actually field a physical football team. But that's where it ended. You have to be innovative. You have to also be willing to adapt. And those are two things he didn't have. Orgeron was the perfect fit, but he was like a kid in a uh, in a in a in a in a in a, in a service merchandise. Like you see all the shit. You said you see all the shit. You want it all, but you can't really. You don't know what it takes to get there. You know what I mean? Like you can't really purchase it. You think you can walk out with this shit today? Nah, it's service merchandise. Nah, you gotta put in the work. So, uh, I think Brian Kelly is that is. I've heard this, and I'm, this is not an original quote, but he's like that stepdad that you don't like at first, but he's a stepdad that you need. Just he, he's solid, dog. Yeah, solid. yeah. And he so, not he not gonna cheat on your mama. Yeah, you know he not gonna cut up at the at the school play, but he gonna show up when you gotta show up, man. Exactly, and you'd be like, you know what? He cool. You know who he reminds me of, bro? You gonna laugh your ass off. My first college roommate, Greg Price. Dog. Greg Price. <laughs> like Greg Price was solid, man. I I I probably owe him an apology because I done had that sock on that dough novel. Few too many times, and he, and he played his role. He never, he never, he never came through and was like, "What the fuck?" or anything. He, he followed like, the code, man. He was just like, "Damn, okay, I guess I'll go chill with my people somewhere else." Because <laughs> uh, that role was, yeah, <laughs> that's right. Shout out, Greg Price, dog. Man, yeah, I think. uh I, I just like the fact that you know Brian Kelly. He he was. In control for sure, uh, you know. I thought he answered all the questions well. I, I like his uh, response to uh, Brad Davis when they asked, you know, why was he the only one that stuck around? And you know, he said he was the interim coach. He got to see him on a, on a higher level. He saw that he was connecting. Uh, worked for Sam Pittman, which uh, he knows. I mean, everybody knows Sam Pittman. Sam Pittman's lineage uh, on the line. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. You know, he's he seen it, man. You got to have some Louisiana ties and something to keep everybody close in. So I think that was a good move. Obviously, we know what he did with bringing back Frank uh, Blade Wilson. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> Blade. But, man, but I just like the fact that he didn't uh, he didn't want to bash Coach O in the previous regime. You know, everything was about moving forward and building the culture. And, hey, man, we here, bro. We here. Yeah, you're right. He didn't take the low hanging fruit, is what nah. they call it, and that's uh, gonna pay dividends, dog. You know, I I like the fact that we didn't bring a quarterback either, and we'll get that into too. that. We'll get yep. into it, but I think it was very dope that it was like, hey, this is about a team. It's not about a Joe Burrow, quote unquote. Not not that we have a Joe Burrow. Let's be honest, but I mean, it's about the full team, bro. Like, yeah, yeah. Get so, your affairs in order. That's right. So uh, let's transition, man. Four quarterbacks. Only one football. Yeah. 
Who's starting uh, against Florida State, bro? <laughs> hey, uh, we made plenty of predictions on this show. Yes. And can we run down some of our predictions? What, what did we predict? Yeah, let's so let's far? do it. Let's do it. So we predicted that UCLA was not going to be a cakewalk. Nope, we sure we did. Pre- we predicted uh, TJ Finley was going to transfer out. We did. We predicted Malik Neighbors was going to be a, a, a shining star for us. Yep. Uh, we predicted. Uh, damn, we predicted Kentucky. We predicted. Yeah, we did. <laughs> We, <laughs> we predicted Florida too. We did predict Florida. Yeah. We did. So, damn, we get we got a good hit rate right about now. We do. We got a pretty decent hit rate. There's a lot of even like all season shit, like just random, random shit. So, yeah, I, I broke, you know, I broke the news on number seven. Yes, in which had he he announced it weeks before we got announced. Weeks, weeks. Weeks before, so if you listening, Vegas. If you're listening, <laughs> come to can't call it. If you're tired of your prognosticators all up in the videos, trying yeah. to get on TV, man, we just giving it to you straight. Yeah, we tapped in. Tapped in, bro. We tapped in. You hear me knocking? Let me in. <laughs> but yeah, man. So let's let's do this. Who who starts? Who yeah. leaves? Yeah. And who else sees significant playing time this year? Yeah, so uh, we going with the fragile one as a week one starter. Yes, Miles Brennan starts the first game. Senior bubble wrap. Only reason why I say he starts, and it's a slight like edge, is that he ends up in fall count, not turning the ball over as much as the other candidates, and so. I see him with the experience. I heard he's been leading, you know, doing well with the team in the offseason so far. I think he's going to be starter week one. Don't, don't, don't let me guess. He He's led some player-only workouts. Has he done that? Yes and no. Uh, I heard okay. there has been, but there's a recent IG footage of Jaden Daniels having the receivers out west. Ooh, spicy. Yeah. Hmm. So – I mean, I don't think that's gonna help his accuracy. That's the one thing he needs to work on the most. I mean, you can't you that you throwing ducks. With, with, <laughs> I mean, Malik can still catch him, but that don't mean it's a good pass. Yeah, that don't mean it's a good pass. This ain't you ain't playing. Uh, what was this called, Bishop Sycamore? This is nah. the SEC West, dog. So yes, Miles Brennan starts. Okay. Uh, who, and else this sees, is, who else sees significant playing time this year? This is this is the thing. This is this is the thing. So hear me out. Goal line packages for Jaden Daniels. Okay. Okay. Garrett is the backup. Oh. <laughs> yes. Oh, so My, are we are we gonna see some Chris Leak Tim Tebow 80-20 rule? Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> It's already been if you watch Notre Dame over the years, they mm-hmm. rotate quarterbacks. Ian Book. Uh Brian Kelly has no problem rotating quarterbacks. Deshaun Kaiser. Yes. So with the skill sets that they have, I feel as though uh Miles Brennan will get you from the twenty to the twenty the quickest. He has the best arm. That's the best arm. Okay. 
hands down. So when you get inside the 20, he's not mobile, which is now that it takes away a threat to another defender. So Jaden Daniels can run a read option. And accuracy is not as an impediment in the red zone, I don't think, if you're running the ball. And so right. uh, I can see him coming in for certain packages. But that being said, we have fragile Miles as the quarterback, and I feel as though he may not make it through week five. Mm. And so that's where Garrett comes in. He can do a little bit of both. He can run the read option, and he can, he has a decent arm. So with that being said, I can see him being a starter and Jaden Daniels taking a couple snaps here and there, but they dwindle down as Garrett gets more experience. And then by the time the season ends, you'll have Garrett as your true number one. Miles exhausted his uh, time eligibility. Jaden Daniels is looking for maybe a waiver to go somewhere. And Walker Howard is your backup. And we make it a transfer quarterback coming in to be like a uh, I, I'm still a little confused with the Jaden Daniels thing, man. Like competition. No, 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 no. I get why we did it. I don't oh, understand okay. why he did it. I don't either. Like don't. you know, Miles. Well, we didn't know about Miles at the time, but you knew this hot shot Walker Howard was coming. Yep. You knew Garrett Nussmeyer had some some skin in the game. Yep. You come over. Actually, no, he came over after Miles came back, right? He did. He did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so he knew Miles was coming back. So he knew one year was possibly he wasn't going to get to play. You give me, I mean, I guess bet on yourself, but damn. It's not like yeah. he was coming to like his former coach or something like that. That was, that was the weird part to me. He has no affiliation with LSU or anybody. Nah. I, so, I just, I don't know. I, I feel as though. Uh, Can he transfer court. again? That's the thing. It's a one-time free transfer like type rule, but I think you can apply to transfer again. And they're working on waiving the one-time transfer. It's like like up to the committee right now. But uh, I just feel as though, like you said, him transferring in was kind of awkward. I think he felt confident that he could beat out everyone, and then he got here and saw, like, oh, these dudes talented too. Like, this ain't going to be a cakewalk. Stay with her. <laughs> I don't know. I heard. Look, if they oh, no, never mind. It's a little. I forgot. They got yeah. allegations. Yeah. And if, you, if your teammates are packing your stuff for you, like most people read that as a bad thing, but I'm like, man, maybe they they know it's toxic there too. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, get out, young a, man. Get out. There's a few ways to read that. So I just think he's not gonna be the star. I just don't see it. It could happen. It could happen. It could. We could be wrong. But I just don't see. Yeah, I mean, he's got the most experience. I mean, most snaps. But yeah, are those quality snaps? Nah. Like, mm-hmm. just think of if we had DTR. Yep. Transfer in. Yeah. I'll still be like, shit. Put Miles in there, dog. <laughs> That's essentially what we getting out of out of Jaden Daniels, dog. Yeah, dog. Well. We gonna see. I think Miles for sure starts. Uh, I I think uh, Garrett might be the one to get out of Dodge, dog. I think I could see him transferring to some school in Texas. Um, Damn. Once things get a little hot, 
But uh, who knows, man? Like you said, uh, Brian Kelly's been known to to you know rotate the the Malik Zaire's of the world and the oh yeah the uh, the, Everett, the, top, the Tommy Reese's and Eric Golston's and yeah the Arnaz yeah. battles. Of the world. <laughs> <laughs> The Jimmy Cla- well, Jimmy Clausen didn't get rotated. They they loved him. Nah. Jimmy Clausen. Nah, I think that was before. That was before. That was before. Oh, that was Charlie Rice. That was that was Charlie Rice years. Whatever. Yeah, Charlie Rice looks like he eats pierogies for breakfast. Like, what is? <laughs> is he still alive? Is he still a coach? I don't know. I know he I was coaching he- at uh, Kansas for a minute, but I know Les there. Is Les still there? Nah, Les got canned. Oh, like, that's right. Yeah, once they find out he's stepping out on Chuck Knobloch as his wife, things just went. Oh man, good old Lester. Uh, we we gonna figure out what Charlie Weiss is up to. It looks like, yeah, he left Kansas in 2014. I don't know what he's doing right now. Oh, he in Kansas. Uh, Damn. No, he not. No, he not. He 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 chilling. He chilling. Oh, okay. He should be retired. I saw Kansas City and I was like, "Oh, he with the Chiefs?" And I'm like, "Nah, nah, nah, nah." Oh, nah, uh, he, was, him, Sylvester Crowe, and Mike Sherman need to just chill. Yup, they can do a podcast if they want to. They should, and Stump Mitchell could be a guest. They, but they yeah. got they got to play that that Zapp and Roger when he pull up. Yeah, is uh, what Coach Richardson from Southern? Is he still around? Oh. Pete Richardson. Um, now we know he knows. Let's, let's send a prayer right real quick. I know he knows about Eddie Robinson side cheeks. I'm gonna ask him directly. Directly. Now uh, Pete was born in 1946. Hold on. Ooh. He from Youngstown. Okay, he's still alive. He's still alive. He saw the second war. <laughs> he was. He saw it. Now Pete. Pete been gone since 2009. Damn. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> like a week ago, he just left. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. They had Big Worm, they had Stone. Damn, that do sound about right, though. Because yeah. yeah, right. they they done moved on from both of them. Sure I know it was like it was like maybe one other cat in between that. So yeah, damn. I just hate that they would they they've been taking our ass. Cause, I mean, NR, I mean, Brown. The value classic is a late. It's been a bit lopsided. Man, Pete, Pete went undefeated against Eddie Robinson. Now, granted, Eddie Robinson probably had all times at that time, but still. Early on, said to mention, though, you can't run a wing T in 1997. Nah. Wing T, big Well, let's keep moving, dog. Uh, let's get to some, some big picture stuff, dog. Uh, big news USC and UCLA joining the Big Ten. What in the hell is I I'm confused. I'm really confused. For the love of me, for sweet eight pound baby Jesus in the cradle with uh with a little bit of colic. I don't know what <laughs> I guess it's all about money. But I mean still, everything's about money. It's but just this, yeah, the Big I Twelve see, makes sense. To I, me. Just, I mean, I don't yeah. like it, but it makes sense. I just think, well, it's the Big Twelve falling apart with Texas and Oklahoma leaving. So that's like, 
but the uh, damn, I just they could what they could have did was took the rest of the members from the Big Twelve and add them to the pack. Yep, would have made you sense. Would have made sense. And then you would have had your super conference already. You know what I mean? But and basically, you wouldn't have maybe. Maybe not necessarily no powerhouses outside of USC, but you you got enough you know ping pong balls in the mix of somebody gonna hit. Oh yeah, at some point. yeah, yeah. And you already it's already set up now. You have your divisions or your pods. You just keep you know all right, y'all y'all keep the Texas up. schools together. Yeah. Keep the yeah. And then it's like we'll cross over every now and then. I feel like that would have been a more feasible uh, event, but. USC and UCLA is like them schools that hate each other. They tend to move lock and step. Like Texas and Oklahoma was like, oh, we too big for this time. We need to go to the SEC. Like there's communication behind the scenes between these rival programs. Like they leave at the same time type shit. That's crazy. Yeah, they said, get me out this ghetto-ass conference. That's like, <laughs> like Michigan and Ohio State. Like, bro, we uh, we going to the ACC now. We dipped it out. The quiet is kept. Is the Big Ten really that good? I don't think so. I feel I, like if, okay. if you take Ohio State out and you go uh, with the past ten years, which of those programs are you like? Man, I wish we can get them in our conference. You want a good Michigan? But I'm talking about the past not, 10 years. Yeah, they're not consistent enough. Wisconsin is not flashy enough. Nope. And they're, actually, they're actually taking a step back. Yep. And so Michigan Do you State, want Penn State? That's the only one that may get a shot. And they had a they had a, the COVID season. They went like what three and nine or some shit like that. Yep. And last year they was okay, but it wasn't like like they get they consistently get a ton of guys drafted. They produce NFL talent every year. I, mean, I like Keegan Michael Key as a coach, but uh, yeah, man, the uh, Piccolo. We don't know his ethnicity either. No, nope. uh, him and Dave are the best friends. I just, mm. I don't know. I don't know, dog. I think Penn State the only one that made squads by. They made squads by. And then I'm looking at like USC and UCLA. Like y'all have to play what six games in a different time zone? Exactly. That's what. That's why I say it don't make sense. Like you traveling two time like, zones, pretty much. I think yeah. to play the majority of the schedule, the only on time you want to play one. What Nebraska? No, that's Nebraska in the Central Time Zone too. So that's still yeah, yeah, two. Yeah, that's that's tough. I, I'm not asking. You asking these California kids and their gluten free diets to make it over here for these type of games? No, nah. no, that ain't happening. It ain't working. It ain't working. They need gluten. They need something to stick on their bones. I mean, let's be real, man. U.S. I mean, UCLA. Yeah, they whooped our ass last year, but that ain't saying nothing. Um, they they just. They're not consistent as a program. USC, you're you're banking on the the Wonder Kid to uh, bring you back to prominence. Yeah, like they're not the. They don't look as good no more without the makeup on. Like, Mm-mm. you know, you can, put, you can put lipstick on the pig, 
Still ain't gonna kiss. That's what I'm saying. Vivica Fox and Booty Call is not the same as Vivica Fox now. Like, it's just. Ooh, uh-uh. It's not the same. Don't she do life alert commercials and some shit? She, she anyway. Is, she, you know what? We're not gonna disrespect black queens. We're just gonna keep moving. Uh, yeah. So yeah, realignment. I think that once again the SEC is on the on the cutting edge. Like they went and added two nice, real nice programs to the mix. Uh, yeah, Texas is not back, folks, but they could be. They could be. Um, Oklahoma. Yeah, the, the Wonder Kids gone, but that program has survived many coaches and kept that thing moving. So yeah, Stoops, Switzer. Yep. It just they just keep the ball rolling. So I don't know, man. I, I don't like this all this this stuff. Uh I do like that Texas and A and M can play each other again. That's that's dope. Um oh, yeah. I like that Texas and Oklahoma are still together so the Red River rivalry can keep going. That's what I like about college football, like the the rivalry games, bro. That's that's what makes oh, it different yeah. than the pros. Like Yeah, yeah, it really does. I don't I don't give a damn about Oklahoma or Oklahoma State, but I'm gonna watch Bedlam. Hey, that game is the most entertaining. I would say that is probably the most entertaining, entertaining rivalry the last 20, 25 years. Because both teams actually win. Yeah. <laughs> like, whether Oklahoma crazy. State's good or not, they still win. You can pencil Oklahoma State in for 9-3 every year. Yep. It's like every year they're going 9-3. You know, like, I love to watch uh, – I like watching the Civil War. And I can't tell you the last time Oregon State been – a good watch. Oh no! Nah. I like nah. watching, you know. Oka, I like Oregon going to Corvallis and seeing if they can pull a dub out. I like uh, watching. I like watching the Holy War. I like watching uh, Stanford and in Notre Dame. And I don't like either one of them schools, but it's something about the rivalries, man. Man, you you hit the nail on the head, man. Paul Bunyan's axe and all that shit. Man. All that. I ain't gonna. I don't watch that. I ain't gonna lie. Yeah, you, me neither. <laughs> Nobody watches Minnesota. And nothing they do. But you know, what what they co say? You gotta row. You gotta keep, keep, row. keep rowing that boat, man. Keep rowing <laughs> that boat. Maybe they'll get there. Maybe. So in the future, man. I mean, is it just gonna be two mega conferences, or I okay. think three, 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 and then what? Like so, a top, like a top sixteen or something. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's going to be the Super SEC, which is going to be what we got with the remnants of the Big 12 and, and the ACC. ACC, yeah. So I see like Florida State, Clemson, Virginia, and North Carolina, like those four coming over. And then, uh, yeah, I, I guess I actually could see like a Big 10. Uh, what that shit used to be called? Uh, the uh, the American. Yeah, them combining, and it'd be like almost levels to it. You know what I mean? Like you get promoted, demoted type thing. Because the other conference would be just the remnants, <laughs> so like you'll get relegated. Yeah. Like, like Vanderbilt wouldn't be able to compete in the SEC, no. so they'll be pushed down. And some other school come in that geographically would make sense, like uh, maybe Pitt or something like that. And and then you just kind of roll, you know. So 
it's it's gonna be interesting. It's gonna be interesting to see, and I think it's gonna change the playoffs and all the dynamic of who is the champion. And it's gonna have a trickle down effect to all college athletics. Cause yeah, it's it's crazy to me because as you see, it somehow been able to hold on to their geographic footprint, like. All their schools are still relatively close. Meanwhile, you got the Big 12 who has BYU, Cincinnati, Houston, Central Florida. Uh, I mean, you still got your Texas schools. Like, they're just West Virginia. They all over the place, man. Yeah. So. Like, just think if you was the bus driver for the women's swim team. You got to go from Rice to West Virginia to Central Florida. That's, that's a good point, bro. Like, Football is gonna be football. Like they gonna find a way to charter a plane and all that. No matter, yeah. no matter if you BYU or if you Central Florida. But it's the softball teams and the the swim teams. Like yeah, that's yeah. out in the budget. Yeah, we can't make the meet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Uh, we said we was gonna eat at a at a dining restaurant, but. Uh, once we join the Big 12, we got to go to rallies. I'm sorry, guys. It's, yeah. You're going to be farting in that pool, but hey. I, I had to fight for that because they tried to give y'all <laughs> McDonald's. And I said, these are top-tier athletes that can't be eating McDonald's. Uh-uh. Nope. I, don't, I don't care about Ocho versus science. We done scored all the potential out of them. <laughs> damn. Damn, damn, damn. Damn, uh, Daniel. Uh, with the all white vibes. <laughs> all white vibes. <laughs> <laughs> and that, was my, that was one of my favorite parts of the last episode. Uh, <laughs> that was a good. That was a good drop too. That was a good drop. Man, anything else you want to get to, bro? Uh, what you been listening to? So I'll, let's keep that up. I think that's a good segment. What you been listening to? Man, I so I'm gonna catch a lot of flack for this. I shazam the song the other day. I was at work taking the leak. And uh, we got wait, you shazam the song while you was pissing after I got done. Okay, I washed, okay, I washed my hands. I okay, my clarify, hands. clarify. Yeah, I washed my hands. I'm, I'm not from the Caucasus Mountains, I washed my hands. <laughs> so I'm jamming to the song, I'm like, this is kind of pumped. I mean, it's, I could tell this is uh, not my usual wheelhouse of music, but I was like, I kind of like it, so okay. I shazammed it. It was a Taylor Swift song, and I was like, oh, Taylor Swift. Shit. T Swizzle got some jams. She she snuck up on me. It was like some kind of I don't know mix or something, but it was Taylor Swift was the first name. So I was like, oh, what's I'm the sure. song? You know, uh, let me see if yeah, I can locate. I got, I caught yeah. some flack because I didn't. I told somebody I know who Taylor Swift is, but I don't know her songs. And he looked at me like I was crazy, and I was like, I say that in saying that I. If you play one, I've probably heard it and didn't know it was her. Yeah, yeah. I just, I just can't name any one particular song, but I know what yeah. she looked like. I know what she looked like too. I just yeah. all back. Yep, yeah. I just a lot of back. Think, I don't think she. Uh, yeah. What the what the fuck is this song? Hold on. Let me look I at my shazams. Let me see my last few shazams that I, I got. I think I took it out my shazam. I this probably bitch. Yeah, if y'all listen at home, look at pull out your Shazams and see the last thing you Shazam, and see if you surprise yourself. I got some interesting ones, bro. I yeah, I know. That's I got I got a, I got a song that I Shazam by 
Quantrill called Momentum. <laughs> uh, then I got Kenny. I got uh, Kuko, Lover is a Day. And then I got Minnie Rimpleton, uh, Inside My Love Remix. Because wow. I was like, man, this song sounds familiar, but I don't know. Here it goes. Oh, because this, this is what threw me up. I, I rarely have a picture of a white person at the album. Oh, okay. It's, it's uh, everything has changed. Taylor Swift. Everything has changed. Okay, I'm going to pull that one up. I'm yeah, like, it was, I kind of like that joint. I don't know why. Don't 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 bash me over it, you know. We all make y'all little comments on the episode, but yeah, that one that one got me. That one got me broke. And uh, and the song that's probably the most beautiful song, like you want to just mellow out. Uh, Blue Mesas by Leon Bridges. That Leon Bridges with his that joint. I was also again in the bathroom taking a piss uh, earlier this week, and that came on. I was like, okay, they they. I just gotta stay in here and take pisses. <laughs> hey, don't be on your phone, boo boo, and having full blown conversations <laughs> on speaker, dog. Y'all, whoever the people who do that, y'all going to a special place yeah, in hell, yeah. dog. That's disgusting. <laughs> dookie down, they dookie down, dookie dialing, bro. Get off, get off the boo boo. Uh, <laughs> man, I've been on that, uh, that burner boy. Um, I've been yeah. on that, I've been on the Chris yeah. Brown. Look. I finally finished the Chris Brown album at the last three. I finally made it to finish one from top to bottom. And then Jarvis hit me with the, you heard the deluxe version of Chris Brown. I said, damn. I got to listen to 15 more songs. Damn. Come on, Chris. You're making it hard, dog. Okay, Speaking of Chris Brown, he's taking pictures for these people like he impregnated them. That's smart. That's yep. smart. Yep. Make your money, man. But I got I can't lie, me and the kids, we've been on we've been on the breezy album tough, dog. I ain't heard it yet. I'm about to give it a list. Yeah, every every kid has a different song that they like. Uh, that's that's when you know they you see your kids have a, a diverse palette of music, you know, that they listen to. They really uh, listen. They listen to everything from uh, Travis Scott to uh, they they like Burn Boy. They like that last last a lot. One of my kids wanted to hear Chameleon there uh, creeping solo. Uh, oh yeah! I was yeah. looking at their playlist the other day because they just they say, "Daddy, add it to the playlist." So I'll be yeah. looking, I'll be adding. I'm like, man, y'all got Future on here. Y'all got a little baby. They got uh, they got Thundercat on their playlist. They they all over the place. Yeah. yeah. See, and I, I kind of do something similar. My my kids, we got Odessa. Halsley, uh, Joey Badass, you know we 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 got a little bit of everything too. Oh, also uh, the Brent Fiaz album is dope. Wasteland. He toxic uh, as hell, man. And uh, Steve Lacey, y'all y'all check out that new Steve Lacey, man. It's, yeah. it's it's growing on me. I ain't like it as much as the first the last one, but it's growing on me. So y'all check that out. Hey, you know what's crazy though? So this is a deep nerd cut. This probably reach out to like Nick Masconi or somebody like that. So me and my son, my oldest son, the twelve year old assassin, we like movie scores, not soundtrack scores, right? Oh, y'all listen to old boy. Uh y'all listen to Childish Gambino, Love Weeks, dude, or y'all listen to the other cat? Uh 
We listen, yeah, we listen to a little bit of him, but uh, it's like it's, two uh, cats. It's the other dude, uh, Hans uh, Zimmer, Hans Zimmer, yeah. Michael Giacchino. It's yep. a few of them out there. So, uh, yeah, Ludwig, like he, uh, he did, like you said, he did Black Panther. He did, uh, uh, he did, he did a lot of shit. But anyway, uh, I was watching the UCLA game again, and the one hour and the six minute mark. UCLA's band plays the Loki thing from the TV show. Mm. And I caught it and I was like, ah, that's a nerd cut. Mm. <laughs> like my son would know it. Because he'll send me YouTube clips like, hey, somebody did this and somebody did that. Because we actually listen to the scores. Like, we I like, like it. Yeah, so uh, shout out to UCLA band for playing Loki's thing. I caught it. One hour and six minutes into the UCLA LSU game, it was like a third down stop, and they started playing. I was like, "That's kind of dope," because you know yeah, Georgia they don't play. Georgia would play like you know some. Uh, Star, Wars. Star Wars thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. yeah I've, ne- I've never seen Star Wars, but I know what that is. That's crazy. You never seen Star Wars, dog? Not, not a single one, dog. Come on, man. Not going to. Y'all got y'all got me to watch all the Marvel movies. I'm I'm ten toes down in the Marvel sand, but uh oh, I just finished the uh the last one a few weeks ago because I, I missed it. Me and my son go see him in the theater, but I missed it. He watched it without me, so I had to wait till I got on Disney Plus. Oh you yeah. gotta watch it, dog. You need, let me tell you, let me give you a, a, a good tip. If you ever get around to watch it. Don't you don't have to watch the uh, the saga that came out when we were like teenagers. Okay. Watch the original. Watch the original joints that came out like seventies. Seventies, yeah. Watch them. I don't and, know if I can do that, dog. That that quality. Well, <laughs> <laughs> it's more so about the story and the characters. You so it, might, it might be like my brother and me. You see cameramen <laughs> in space. <dog. laughs> yeah, they got that. It ain't like Jason and the Argonauts with that claymation shit. Yeah, that but, was that was cheeks. No, <laughs> but yeah, it's uh, I would say you could watch them. You could watch them. And get appreciation for it. It's a decent story. Okay. Uh, uh, it does kind of rip off Dune a little bit, but Dune was mm-hmm. only one movie that was as long as shit. Star Wars has a whole like universe you get into, so it's cool, man. Uh, like I said, me and my son, we connect over that type of stuff. We definitely listen to the movie scores. Like we be in a car, and we'll hear a song, like a movie score, and then because he wants to make movies, so I'm like, what scene would you like? play out to this and say so mm. oh my character will be doing this and he'll be having this going on and this is at this point in the movie and this is where the story like the arc or the climax or this is on the, the part where you think they can't win which happens in every hero movie you know yeah. so like we we go through that stuff and it's it's, it's fun seeing how his mind works and everything and, and seeing how it all kind of comes together so yeah just uh had to throw that out there you know okay I'm, I'm, I might check him out. I might. <laughs> they ain't gonna watch. Kels ain't gonna watch. I'm probably not. I'm probably not. <laughs> but but I, I vibe with y'all, y'all with the movie scores, dog. Because that's that's some good like meditation slash. Oh yeah. Hey, I just got off yeah. work. I need to 
take my mind off of stuff. Yeah, that, that's I, I mess with that for real. Hey, for real, dog. Don't listen to uh, Mad Max Fury Rose score while mm-hmm. driving home. Mm-mm. I'm telling you right now, Brothers in Arms, that's that track, dog. You will run somebody off the road. I'm telling you. I'm telling you right now. Me and Judas say that's the best song ever made for an action movie. And it's probably the best action movie to come out in the last 20, 25 years. You know what's Mad- crazy? I love Mad Max Fury Road. And I honestly can't even remember what it was about no more. But I just remember. <laughs> I was like, man, this movie tight. Bruh. <laughs> Bruh, that movie is so dope, man. Like, I couldn't think of a better action movie. Like, that shit was called. It was called. The nigga with the guitar. The nigga with the guitar on top of the damn ring. Hey, that was hard. That was hard. Shout out to that nigga with the red pajamas on. Whoever he may be. But yeah, man. Like I said, bruh, it's a. it's the best of times. It was the worst of times because right now football coming up, but we ain't got no football. Man. Nope. But hey, once the season kick off, we're gonna be hitting y'all with a with a preview. We're gonna bring the Black Joel clap back. Uh, yeah. We're gonna have some Florida State footage. Hey, Brian, going to the game, so we're gonna get a uh, a recap similar to the UCLA game. Hopefully, we win that bitch. Unlike uh, the yeah. UCLA game, yeah. I'm going to the Boosie Bowl. Uh, so I give a I give a recap of that. Uh, what else? Oh yeah, we got something else planned too, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, damn. Shit. Uh, I might go to the pussy bash. We still trying to figure it out. Okay. Uh, okay. Pussy Still trying to make the logistics happen. Yeah, it's it's a, it's a lot of stuff coming up. Man, it's gonna be an exciting season. It's gonna be okay. exciting. So I'm ready. Get your popcorn ready. Oh yeah, we gonna get our uh. We're going to bring our inner circle in as well, uh, bringing their, their two cents, because all of our friends think that they some Tiger experts, and uh, yeah, we, we got it. We got some interesting conversations before the season, and uh, that concludes episode 47. I can't call it with your boy, Jay Carroll. And your boy, Jay Wright. And we out. Uh-huh. Emerson asleep on the boat bed of Air Mattress. Man, if you hating on anybody, you need to stop that shit. I called Tip off the rip. What's happening? Stop that shit. Savage Life 6 in the mix. You better cop that shit. Man, quit hollering. It's coming quick. and go and drop that shit. Back to the bubble. <laughs>